0: Hello, welcome to Abiding Life Studios. I'm Noah Wells. Today I have with me Steve Reinhardt. Hi Noah, it's great to be with you. Great to be with you. It's been a while.
1: Oh my gosh, it's been a long time and it's about time we get back in the saddle here.
0: Yeah, I agree. What's uh, what's the date for us today? Well,
1: today? Today is, oh my gosh, today's a famous day. Somebody super famous was born on this day in 1960. That'd be my brother Tom. today is is december 15th 2020 we're coming to the end of the year of the covid 19 virus Uh, and hopefully the end of the virus will be here with us shortly
0: yeah that'd be nice
1: yeah yeah um so you and i've just kind of finished our conversation about uh, we've we've started a thing here that you and i talked about a long time ago about doing abiding conversations online and Mm-hmm. because of the COVID thing it's kind of been worked out great to do that as a zoom meeting mm-hmm. and so you and i and a bunch of other folks have been meeting on zoom and we'd just like to open that invitation up to anybody else that's listening in the podcast these are abiding conversations with uh, folks that are uh, learning about abiding life and just kind of going over the basics of what it means to abide in christ uh, and, and if you want to uh Find out more about that. Just email Noah and he can send you an invite. It's a Zoom meeting. um, We break up into small groups to try to get to know one another and discuss what's going on in our lives. Um, And after a short bit of teaching and then come back together and discuss what we've gotten out of those small groups. So we'd love to have everybody. And uh, Noah,
0: anything you want to add to that? I just wanted to add, if you do want to email me, it's noahwells7 at gmail.com and I'll send you the link and you guys can join us. It's it is really fun. i have really enjoyed it every time. It's uh I, I of course get nervous being around a lot of people, new people at first. I'm I'm guessing I'm not alone on that, but but then you know, then we we do the whole big group and then we go into the small groups and the small groups. I like probably a, a lot more because then I, I feel more free to say something. Oh. So I, I like I like the way we're doing it right now, but we are we have been getting some sort of feedback.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's really great to get feedback. You know, some people, uh, most people have liked the experience uh, that have given us feedback and maybe there's some that don't, but they haven't told us yet. And, and then there's some that like you um are kind of feel awkward and nervous uh, with meeting new people and some it's it's kind of interesting that you said you feel more comfortable in the small groups some people feel uh, more uncomfortable mm. in those small groups and uh awkward and like they don't fit in or they don't uh, uh they just feel more i guess maybe the words vulnerable or uh, being in a smaller group
0: hmm.
1: uh, and because ma- there's pre- maybe safety feel we feel a little safer in a bigger group we don't actually have to say anything if we you know yeah, I might have said something stupid again uh yeah, so okay. anyway but we have gotten some great feedback and and we kind of wanted to talk about that today uh about uh, the, th- the thoughts we have after we say something or we've been in one of these groups or maybe you've gone to retreats our listeners have gone to retreats uh or teaching or you've um or or you just sat there with your friend or said something or did something on social media and then you have these afterthoughts mm-hmm. um, right so, so yeah. you, like the afterburners kick in you start listening to the voice of the enemy uh, your own thoughts ramp up and, mm-hmm. or maybe somebody says something or usually most people are pretty kind and don't actually say, let tell you when you've done something goofy. Uh, so, so we've had a couple of those this last week. And so maybe we could talk about that. Does that ever happen with you, Noah, where after one of these, uh, biting conversations, zoom meetings, where you've thought, Oh my gosh, well, you know, what, whatever, what,
0: Yes that def- that definitely happens with me. Um I'm definitely I don't know I I know I'm not unique in that and I definitely since I'm Mike Wells' son too I maybe I add more pressure to myself thinking I need to say something definitely in a small group I need to say something really profound and you know I got to be like Mike Wells and say something <laughs> really smart and you know i think it was a couple of weeks ago we were in a small group and i had this perfect thing to say and i was like oh and in my head i was like oh this is going to be perfect it's it's just going to go along with everything everything's just going to just mesh in together everyone's going to be real impressed <laughs> and so then i went to go talk and nothing came out oh and i'm like God. uh i guess i forgot the word i was going to say and then, you know, I kind of sat back and then, you know, my wife started talking and everyone else started talking. I don't think they really noticed it. But for myself, I just started hammering myself on what a bonehead I am. for One, even trying to say something smart. And two, then I couldn't even say it. It couldn't even come out of my mouth. I completely forgot the word. And so I beat by myself up probably for a couple of days on that one. Ouch. Yeah. So I definitely even Mike Wells's son messes up the words, messes up things <laughs> and you know beats himself up afterwards of why would I do that? Why would I even And then I think why next time I do it I'm not even going to say anything. Cuz Oh yeah, yeah. I'm too terrified what what could happen then. I might really say something stupid. So yes. Yeah. To answer your question, yes, and I think, you know, I do want to bring this up too, I think, you know, I think doers, thinkers, and feelers all do the same thing. I think we all say stuff, and that voice, Satan's voice gets into our ear, starts hammering us, and then we roll with that of, man, I really disappointed them. I really, you know, why would I even talk? Why should I even go to these meetings? Maybe you'll yeah. just say I'm sick or have a migraine, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your body might just give you a migraine, so you don't have to show up. Yeah, so I just don't have to show up at all. So, yeah, it's interesting what what we all do to ourselves. And I bet if I even asked those people that I was like, eh, they probably be like, "What are you talking about? We don't remember you doing that," you know. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I, I think those are. You know that's really cool thanks for telling us that i think maybe that's some of sometimes some of our worst fears uh, especially speaking in public or uh, in a situation like that where your mind goes blank and you just don't say anything uh mm-hmm. it's like oh my gosh you know that's anyway that's uh and so i so you mentioned you mentioned a couple things one thing that I, i'd like to ask about if it's okay is um is is there like, um, I mean, I I knew and love your dad, Mike, uh, but is there like pressure to for you to, do you tell yourself, oh my gosh, I need to be like my dad? I need to be like Mike Wells?
0: Yeah, I think I do that. I, I definitely did it at the beginning of getting into the ministry, probably more than I do now, even though I, I probably still do it way more than I should. Yeah. I definitely I definitely feel like people want me to be like him, you know, pick up where he left off, preach like he did, talk like he did. Mm. And for me, that's just, it's, I'm, I, I just can't do it anymore. I, I, him and I had different lives growing up. I just can't, I can't be, I can't be someone I'm not. It's just, it'd be like, It'd be like me asking you to be just like me. Like, come on, Steve, just be like me, please, right now. Hurry up. Yeah, I'd like to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah, it was taking so long. Be like I'd, me. <laughs> I'd be younger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might not like the joint pain, though, but you can try
1: it. Yeah, well, true. But uh, yeah, that would, I would feel pretty angry actually if somebody uh, told me to or if you told me to be like you or if anybody expected me to be like you or uh, your dad so and and I'd be angry with myself if I was telling myself oh I got to be like Mike
0: yeah yeah and, and I don't know if people feel that way with me I mean I've had suggestions towards that you know that they're waiting for me to start preaching like him mm. but I don't I don't know how I could, because we have the same message, but we just say it differently. So I don't know how I could. And I don't want to be, you know, I mean, that might sound bad, but I don't want to be him. I want yeah, to be. I want to be different. A, what's that? I, uh, I want to be different. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be him. So, and I, I loved him to death, but I, just want to be me and I want to do the way I do it so you know it but it is it's still the pressure of definitely in the zoom stuff because I know like all the people in the abiding life stuff just adore my dad and so yeah I think I probably do bring pressure on myself Mm -hmm. and I shouldn't because I I think they're waiting for me to say something really awesome and profound that my dad would do <laughs> or maybe not do you know sometimes he didn't sometimes he would just talk like you and i talk you know
1: yeah i think most of the time that was my experience of him uh, that he was a normal average guy yeah and, uh, like you and me he walked with the lord and uh that's what i liked about him actually mm-hmm uh, I, I always, and I think he, you know, he's not here with us, so I don't, can't really speak for him, but I don't think, you know, I never heard him say uh, about you or anybody else. Oh my gosh, I wish they were like me, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh my, his message was like the exact opposite of that. So, yeah, uh, so, you know, I've, nobody's ever told me. Oh, I wish Noah was like his dad. Mm-hmm. I I think they would. The risk risk getting their head ripped off. Because for, for somebody <laughs> to tell me that, because I love you so, just like you are, and yeah. uh, and that goes totally against the you know the whole abiding message mm-hmm. uh, of uh, you know we're accepted in Christ just exactly like we are, not like we need to be any different.
0: Yeah.
1: and what's true of him is true of us just like we are and uh and the uh, you know whether you're the the doer feeler believer or feeler uh, thinker or a blend of them uh, the whole idea behind that is that you accept yourself and other people just like they are mm-hmm. and, and not try and push people to be something that they're not and so uh, you know so for me to hear that that you press, put pressure on yourself to be, or talk like your dad, or say something like your dad would say. I feel kind of sad actually hearing that, uh, but I get it. I and I and I think in terms of, um, or after after our abiding conversations, probably we all do that. Uh, maybe not, you know. Like I don't have the pressure. I don't have that pressure uh, to be like your dad because i think pretty much everybody knows me that that would be impossible and i don't have a wells name thankfully because yeah. i've i've been wells enough yes uh, you have. <laughs> and and so uh i think that's yeah you know, but i have but i have other thoughts you know like you've you mentioned i should have the i should use my words better right mm-hmm. or i should i should be able to say something brilliant yes uh or like You know, uh, we had some really good feedback um, from some of our participants on our biting conversations where uh, they were a little bit nervous about being called on in the big group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we, they didn't actually say why, but I think it would be, um, I, for me, myself is like, I would say, oh my gosh, I'm going to say something stupid. Uh, or... And maybe even even something more. Uh, I would I would say to myself is I uh, I don't want to say something that's going to hurt somebody's feelings.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I used to be like that. And I I was sitting here thinking, did I used to be like that, or am I still like that? I'm probably still like that. If I'm in a new group, it's and I always feel like I probably will get called on at some point. Definitely in an abiding life thing, but. It kind of I'm sure for the other people that are saying that for me, you're focusing on being called on. So then you don't really listen to what's going on, (laughs) you know, because I've I've done that many times because I'm so I'm trying to go through my head what I'm going to say. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. And if you do get called on, what are you going to say? You know, and you got to go along with what they're saying. You got to answer the question, right? (laughs) Yeah right on you know there's hey. a lot of there is a lot of pressure there i think for people and i know for you you're not going to call on some stranger or even not a stranger you're not going to you you do it well in there you just say if anyone wants to talk so you know i do want to encourage people that you're not going to just call on whoever i mean you might ask me what my opinion is on something but that's about it you're not going to be calling on somebody just you know just find a name on there and call on them no
1: no and, and
0: in the small groups
1: though i i would just want to bring up that what you said so important is that while we're mm, figuring out how we're going to impress somebody and to be to be blunt uh, mm-hmm. uh you know while i'm thinking about how am i going to impress somebody in one of those small groups i'm not really actually listening to the other person
0: yes exactly
1: <laughs> and, and i think you know, one of the questions we had was like, "Well, what's the purpose of these small groups?" And so I would just say, and just like the purpose of these podcasts uh, is to actually listen to somebody. I want to hear what the other person's saying, uh, and I want to hear the in the big group what somebody's saying. Uh, the purpose of us coming together is to connect with one another. Yeah, and if I'm listening, if I'm Thinking, oh my gosh, I got to say something brilliant to impress Noah now, mm-hmm. or I got to say, say something brilliant to impress the listeners, mm-hmm. or that, or even I've got to be helpful to the listeners or helpful to this group. Um, I'm missing out on actually hearing uh, what that person's saying because in these small groups, people really share their hearts and their uh, souls and their their spirit, and you get to see Christ in each one, and yeah. here and. You know, for me, that's the thrill for me is like, if I just shut up, I I don't have to come up with anything Mm -hmm. brilliant. I just need to watch and listen and see and hear Jesus in everybody. And he speaks like every time. It's just shocking and pleasantly thrilling, you know, so I get to be able to hear him. And so, but I think the point you're making is so good while we're doing that, um, while we're thinking of how we're going to come across brilliant, or say something helpful, or smart, or super abiding, uh, we miss out, and we can
0: miss out. We don't always miss out, but sometimes we miss out on Yeah, sometimes we miss out, and, and isn't it, I don't know, I was just thinking about this, how isn't it like so terrifying for us, and maybe in the Christian group, and probably just in every group, of if someone asks you a question, why is it so terrifying to say, I don't know, you know, why Why is that a... Oh my gosh, you're holding my feet to the fire now. <laughs> yeah, why is that such a bad answer to say is, oh, I, I guess, what will you beat yourself up over more? Answering, a, answering something that makes no sense to people or I don't know. Yeah, I I've, I'd like to say I know
1: the answer to that question, but I don't know because, but I'd sure like to know uh, i i've i think i've told the story before where uh, uh you know i for a while there i don't feel a, i don't feel the urgency now but i used to think i used to feel like super uncomfortable saying i don't know mm-hmm. uh you know and barb barb kind of broke me of that habit because after being married for about 35 years or so i said i gave her an answer she'd ask me a question i'd always you know, like your dad, I guess I'm prone to what I would call exaggeration. Uh-huh. Not not necessarily lying, but exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And so you're, so Barb would ask me a question, uh, and I would just, uh, I don't know the answer. Like, she would ask me some historical fact, and I would just make something up.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, and so I just made up an answer. And finally, she so one day she goes, you just made that up. And I said, yeah, I've been doing it for years. <laughs> and so, so then for about two years, she didn't believe anything I said. Oh, yeah. And, and she, really, she goes, you're just making that up. I can't like, I can't trust you. You don't, you're just making that up. Yeah. And I, I said, well, it's just so hard for me to say, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it really, it's like something deep down inside of me is like, uh, saying ad- like
0: an addiction, uh-huh uh, exactly
1: to be able to say oh my gosh i don't know but so now uh, i i practice it for a couple of years just so far would listen to anything i had to say it's like um how, how long you know like how she wouldn't even like how long is that um you know picture frame it's like i, I better go measure it myself because you might make up an answer yeah exactly anyway yeah so that was kind of a long story to say i don't no, know the yeah. answer to your question but i think it's a really important question is why do we have to you know there's a compulsion not just in me i think but in all of us to be able to say i know certainly you know like by when the end of the COVID's going to be all right yeah. you know yeah, maybe
0: exactly I- and even like uh this last time we did one Shay was reading the questions and she read one of the questions and i had no idea what she was i don't understand a lot of things like a lot of questions and definitely like bigger words and so she like looked at me waiting for me to say something. And I said, well, what do you think? Because I really didn't have an answer because it didn't make any sense to me. But then yeah. when she talked about it, I was like, oh, now I get what the question is. And the same thing with the Bible. When people will read me scripture out of the Bible and go, oh, what do you think that means to you? I don't know. Nothing. Because I don't understand it. Yeah. It's not the way I learn. Yeah, that's. But it is still a terrifying thing to do because, definitely, when it's coming out of the Bible, you better. Oh man, that really touches my spirit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and maybe that's a good answer of to your question. Yeah, maybe answered your question is that it's so important to for us to be able to. uh, We want to know the what the right answer is, especially Mm -hmm. and be able and and it's. I mean, I kind of admire anytime someone now tells me I don't know. uh, I really admire. I just admire how genuine and candid they are. Um, And if somebody makes up a great story too, I admire that too
0: because it shows how creative they are. (laughs) They can. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah, and it's. I have noticed like if I'm discipling somebody on the phone and they ask me a question and I really don't know and God's not giving me anything to say, when I say I don't know is so much better than coming up with something yeah to come up with something it just doesn't sound even right coming out of my mouth and then it, the whole time i'm doing it my head's going what are you doing this makes <laughs> no sense <laughs> yeah. but i do i don't know i i do think it's interesting that like if you did get called on in a big group and just saying i don't know i don't know what that means to me you yeah, know, I guess that is a terrifying thing to do because then, probably, definitely, in the Christian group of, you know, what are you not listening? What, what that didn't touch your spirit? Yeah. yeah,
1: well, yeah. Sometimes we can be kind of judgmental of each other, mm-hmm. uh, but I think most of the time we're more judgmental of ourselves. Yeah, than we are of each other. Where we, you would afterwards, if you were, if I were to call on you and you said, "Oh, I don't know." Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you might beat yourself up for that for an hour a minute or a day of like oh my gosh i should have i should have said this i should have said that i exactly. I, I could have said this i i this now, now i've now i have time to think about it this verse pops to my mind and yeah. you know romans 8 would have fit perfectly there and that would have, you know now i have got the right answer you know
0: mm-hmm. but
1: then like uh, you know my mind went blank and yeah. so, you know, I I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, just to continue thinking about um, after we have these conversations and some of the things we we think about ourselves. Um, you know, one of my friends said, uh, "Oh my gosh, I'm forty two years old. I should be further along than I am.
0: Hmm. Wow. I should
1: I should have my act together by now."
0: Uh-huh.
1: And just having this conversation, I felt like, you know, leaving, I, I don't have my act together. Do you ever, you, know, you ever have that little voice whispered to you?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I should be doing more for the ministry. I should be doing, I should have it all figured out. Why am I still struggling? i am yeah. I still with depression? You know, yeah. all that stuff I think comes in. Yeah. I think the enemy, like we've talked about before, I think the enemy has such an easy job on us because he can just whisper a couple things to us and move on because I can just completely annihilate myself with the what ifs and yeah, like, man, I'm 41 years old. I should be way further along. My dad was, (laughs) I should be way further along. What am I doing here? Yeah. You know, instead of just trusting the path that God's got me on.
1: Yeah, and I think you know, the, I you know, we we want to do a podcast about uh, challenging those uh, mm-hmm. crazy voices, you know, because I hear I hear that, and um, you know, I I would love to challenge that, just like your dad was further along than you at, mm-hmm. at your age, and, well, and I knew your dad, and. Um, so i would challenge that you know somebody if but you probably wouldn't want to listen to me because that belief is so strong
0: yeah Um, like i've cut it into my soul now where i want to believe it you know
1: yeah yeah and that you know so another one that i would say that um you know i could throw at you that would probably be a good one would be uh you know if you're only abiding you would you wouldn't have those problems you have
0: Mm, yeah
1: Mm-hmm. But but then I would want to challenge that is like well the whole purpose of abiding is not to not have problems
0: right exactly
1: the whole purpose of abiding is not to not feel depressed yeah the whole purpose of abiding is Christ and connect with Him in the middle of my problems in the middle of mm-hmm. um, however I'm feeling joy or depression yeah uh, walk with Him in the middle of all those things. And and so I think, you know, in some ways we've, we have these lies, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, that we end up believing and doesn't take much of one. Uh, and, and in our abiding conversation, sometimes we'll notice that we're, we're hearing one of those. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it would be, it'd be fun to talk about it. Actually, uh, when somebody, um, You know when we have one uh, even as small group we'd be kind of fun to be able to say oh my gosh i'm just i just heard the voice of the enemy right here yeah exactly what he said was well i'm such a moron
0: yeah exactly (laughs) what an idiot you are you should just stop talking
1: yeah don't say anything else because everybody else will realize it too
0: (laughs) yeah exactly anyway yeah it is interesting though but and it's for me, it's kind of refreshing, like the feedback we got back, because I know I'm not alone in that. I know that other people feel that way. And so it's like, wow, we all belong together because we're all, we all think bad things about ourselves. And we all think, you know, we always go back to that feeling of, not good enough and yeah. I you know for me I, I like that feedback because it makes me not feel alone like little old Noah other people feel it too you're not you're not special your other people are getting hammered too with it
1: yeah yeah that's so true
0: and that and that's one of the things too like when that day I couldn't say anything I kind of sat back and I was like man that sucked and I told God, I said, you know, what was that about? And he goes, just so simple. That was for the that was for them. That was for you. That wasn't for me. Mm. We were trying to oppress them. That was it. So I'm not gonna let you say it. <laughs> and it just kind of reminded me like he wants me weak all the time. Because mm. when I'm weak, he can work through me so well. And I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. I can't just sit here and try to act like I'm all spiritual. It's I'm going to come in weak and then you're going to speak through me if you want. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes he tells me to just not say a word Mm. and you got to listen to that because then when you do say something out of just your own self, it's like that wasn't worth it.
1: (laughs) It's a good lesson.
0: So I think it's okay that people don't say anything. And if you don't want to say something in the small group, then don't say something in the small group.
1: Yeah. Or if you want to, uh, if you want to say, say
0: whatever you want. Yeah. Or say whatever you want, say something off topic, who cares? Or say something that you're, you've been dealing with.
1: Yeah. Or what I'd love to hear is like with, when you, uh, when you had that experience of weakness Oh my gosh! I would have loved to hear that. I would have loved to heard that at that moment. Mm-hmm. Of the of if you you could have said, "Hey, just off topic a little bit, I just realized how weak I yeah. am." Yeah. Yeah. And I'm and I'm and I'm actually enjoying it, you know. Yeah. So that I don't have to be brilliant. It's there's some there's so much freedom, uh, in recognizing our weakness. Yeah. You know, it's for, it's for freedom that Christ said is free, and and what and what, like you just said, uh, that that freedom I think is experienced in our weakness,
0: yeah, uh,
1: not in our brilliance. So, uh, I think you know, I don't know. I think that's uh, that just makes so much sense to me what you just said there. Mm.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's I'm not saying I didn't beat myself up over it two days later when enemies start saying, you are still an idiot. <laughs> like, you're terrible with your words. You do realize that. Well, yes, I am terrible with my words. I am an idiot. You know, run with that for a while, and then you're like, wait a minute. Who cares? Yeah. Let's move on. I already heard from the Lord. You know, it is funny how you still get off track. Even yeah. Even you hear something right from God saying something to you.
1: Yeah, it's easy to get off track and get sidetracked, and and that's um, that's what I like about the abiding life message. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that was different than other messages? Is that it's not a one-time fix. Yeah, uh, that abiding happens in the moment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. Oh my gosh! I took I swallowed the abiding pill, and now I abide forever, and everything yeah, is. I'm good, good to go. go. I'm good to go is like every moment's a chance to abide and to connect with Christ. And, and even if I beat myself up for a couple of days or a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of years,
0: uh-huh.
1: every moment that I'm doing that still uh, like one of the people in our abiding conversation says, uh, my failures are my greatest chance to connect with uh Christ mm-hmm. in me yeah. and my, you know, I couldn't agree more. It's, it's, um, it's not, our victories, where we typically connect, although sometimes we do. Uh,
0: yes, yeah, sometimes but, uh, you do. I mean, I think it'd be fun one of these days to write a book about living the abiding life, and it's going to be all my failures in it <laughs> yeah. because that's where I've learned so much.
1: Yeah, probably a lot of people could identify with that.
0: Yeah, and that's why I like telling people like, God's walking with us, Jesus is walking with you, and it's not all going to be rainbows and butterflies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so bad things that happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, so here's a question. I've, um, I, I've heard from a couple counselors uh, uh, last week or uh, have you ever had this thought uh, to maybe we we're kind of running out of time, but maybe to, we, this would be a good thought for our listeners because uh, a lot of the people that are listening or counsel, counsel and a uh, uh, disciple, other people, and uh, so, so if you ever had this thought, Noah, if people really realized what I'm really like, uh, they would never listen to a word I say.
0: Oh, definitely. Definitely like, I, it always seems, it's so weird to me that it happens this way. I'll start having like turmoil with myself or in the marriage or or struggling with something or with the kids and then God will bring me someone to talk to and it it makes me, I always have this voice in my head, you shouldn't be talking to them. If they knew all the struggles you were going through, what would they listen to you for?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah and I think, uh, yeah, I can definitely relate to those other people you've been talking to about that. Yeah, well that's one more
1: of those voices where um, we would want to be able to challenge that and, yeah, uh, you
0: got to challenge it is we're all screwy. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Or you would go those, This my struggles are the very thing that qualify me to talk to that person.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I'll be talking to someone and they'll mention something and it'll just clue in. Oh yeah, I've been through that. Now I can, now I can relate and tell them exactly what I did to get through it. Might work for you. Am might not? I don't know. We can try it. Yeah, or I'm going through it and
1: right now. Maybe we can walk through this thing hand
0: in hand. Yeah, we can walk through it together. Let's pray together. Let's hang out together. Let's talk about it.
1: Right. We can turn to Christ uh, together in mm-hmm. our humanity and humanness. And
0: Yeah. Anyway. And now well, I think I, you know I we're think going we're,
1: through it. Yeah. I think we're about out of time here. Um, it's great being with you and uh, walking with the Lord uh, with you. Really love love being with you and hearing in Christ in you. And, yeah, it's
0: yeah, we haven't done one in a while, so it's I've missed it. So we'll start trying to do them regularly again. Yeah, and so for a tempter,
1: one of the things we want to talk about is uh, listening to the lies and how you would speak back to some of the lies uh, or whisper to us. Mm-hmm. And also, another one would be the, the temptation a uh, little teaser. We want to do a podcast on temptation. Uh, of divorce. Um yeah. that, uh, sometimes there's a temptation to um, get divorced. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, and we got some good stories that go along with that. So I, I'm sure the listeners know by now, I go off of what God teaches me in my own life. So it'll be some good stories for you guys. <laughs> it's, yes. it's not someone I heard or read it in a book. It is something that's happened with us just recently. So I think it'll be a great topic to talk about because I think a lot of people hear that voice.
1: I think so too.
0: Yeah. We'll find out. We're going to find out. People might email me and say, you're an idiot and that's okay. (laughs) Because I'll agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, thanks for everybody and thanks for listening. And I'm trying to think if we have any other announcements. I don't
1: know if you wanna join in on our abiding conversations on Thursday evenings, uh, Colorado time, Denver time, uh, send it's us an email. 6 o'clock Denver
0: time, right? Yep. And uh, we do it every other Thursday. So this Thursday, the uh, let me see if I can actually pull up a calendar. Do you know what it is? I think it's the 18th. 18th, yeah. Well,
1: today's the 15th, 16th, <clears throat> 17th, the, eight, the 17th.
0: Oh, yeah. 17th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Tim's going to be talking about death blows. I think it's going to be great. So, yeah, the the, whoever's speaking talks for 10, 15 minutes and then we break out into groups for 30 minutes. Right. Yep. Yep. And then we all get together and whoever wants to talk, you can talk. So,
1: yeah, it's kind of a, a little bit of social time afterwards to reconnect and connect with new folks that we haven't don't really know so that's really great
0: yeah it's a lot of fun so it's fun when we can do that when we're all so far apart
1: it is yeah people from all around the world come
0: yeah so it's really fun and for me i always feel lonely so it's it's nice to get on there and i don't know everyone we've done ever afterwards after i'm done beating myself up i feel my spirit feels pretty alive so it's nice
1: yeah yeah me too it's really great to connect with folks
0: mm-hmm all right well thank you so much for listening and we'll do another one very soon thank you thanks Noah